What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Milner, and I've got a solo episode for you guys today. And I wanted to elaborate on a topic that I actually emailed. Quick plug, if you're not on my email list, go to peakoptimizationperformance.com and sign up. But I sent an email about the Monday mindset. And I also did an Instagram post about it and got a lot of feedback, got a lot of replies to the email. Basically, there's a ton of people that are still struggling with the Monday mindset. And I'm going to break that down in a second. Um, this is something that I struggled with for a long time. So um, I was kind of just reflecting as on Sunday, I did not hit my macros and I started to have some of those old thoughts creep in. And I just wanted to share and let everybody know that you know, I'm dealing with the same shit that you guys are dealing with. But, um, you know, it's something that when I was first getting started, uh, into my fitness journey, I definitely struggled with the Monday mindset. And what that is, is when you have a plan and you are dialed in from Monday to Thursday and then Friday rolls around and you kind of deviate. And that means that the weekend is a free for all. And typically on Sunday night, you're, you're left with feelings of guilt and shame and why can't I do this and what's wrong with me? Uh, you know, you feel like a failure and then it carries into Monday with that, you know, quote unquote diet starts Monday mentality. So it's almost like every Monday becomes a reset button or a fresh start and you're like, all right, this week it's going to be better. But the problem is you feel like you have to undo all of the damage that was done over the weekend. So typically we see this cycle of super restrictive Monday through Thursday or even Monday through Friday. Then the weekend rolls around and it's just, you know, one little slip up and you go off the rails uh, and you, you repeat that cycle of feeling guilty, uh, you know, being ashamed of what you did, questioning yourself. Why am I not good enough? What's wrong with me? Why don't I have enough discipline? You know, all that stuff just comes out and then you try to kind of undo the damage on Monday, which obviously not only does it not work, but it doesn't really establish a very healthy relationship with food or with your body. Uh, so that was me, literally every single week uh, for a long time. So I would go in at the time I was taking these boot camp classes and I would roll into class every single Monday. And the trainer would literally say this without fail every Monday, all right, guys, it's time to work off all those indulgences from the weekend. And I would be like, yes, that's why I'm here. Like thinking that everything I did was just going to be erased with one workout. Um, so it made me feel better for a brief moment of like, okay, well, it's not so bad. You know, and I'm talking like, like weekend, full on weekend binges. Like I would crush an entire pizza, some wings. Have some beer, you know, dessert, literally whatever I could get my hands on, it was going down and without even batting an eye. Um, and the reason for that is simple. And I talked about this on my episode about binge eating. It's when you are so restrictive and you have these rules, you almost become like a dictator to yourself. And the minute that you break those rules, it's like, Last chance syndrome. So you want to get everything that's quote unquote not allowed and you want to fit it all in because you feel like you're never going to have it again. So for me, I had this very um, restricted meal plan. Like basically it was a list of foods that I was allowed to eat. 
And, you know, given the fact that I like to be social, uh, I like to hang out with my friends, I like to enjoy different kinds of foods, being limited to a select list of foods was not sustainable for me. So on the weekend, when I would just have one food that was off my list, it was like, well, I might as well get everything in that's off my list because I know that come Monday, I can't have those anymore. And, and when you think about the way that you're communicating with yourself, when you're on a plan, when you're using things like, I can't have this, or I'm not allowed to have this, uh, you know, it just sets up this mindset of you are eventually going to rebel. It, it's just human nature. Like if I told you to not think about elephants, what is the only thing you're going to be thinking about? Elephants. Like that is just the way that our mind works. So, you know, it doesn't matter what the dietary protocol is. And I've seen this with macros. I've seen this with, you know, keto. I've seen it with basically, you know, meal plans, like any dietary protocol, there can be the potential for some restrictive tendencies and to develop a poor relationship with food. Um, now, if you think about, you know, why macros? Well, if I'm in a scenario where I can't hit my numbers exactly, if I'm going out to eat or I'm, I'm like a potluck or I'm going to brunch or I'm just trying to be social and like I cannot hit my macros exactly, um, that mindset is easy to trigger something like, well, I can't hit my numbers. So fuck it. Why even bother? I'm just going to go ham and enjoy all this good food because I don't have this parameter that I need to follow. And I'm not bashing macros. I use macros. I think they, they are a great tool, but just like any tool, they can be abused. And, you know, so that's the thing where, uh, when we, I think that macros sometimes create this mindset where we have to always be so perfect and, and it can become obsessive. Uh, so, you know, utilizing them in the right way and understanding that macros just provide a framework, um, and that it's more about the averages over time. And that also there is no restriction. So, you know, it's not like if you didn't hit your numbers, you missed out on this, you know, golden window of opportunity, uh, you know, and that there's no food that you can or can't have. It's just the way that we communicate with ourselves and the mindset around food itself um, that can help us overcome this Monday mindset. Uh, you know, another thing is you are following something that isn't right for you. It doesn't accommodate your life. So I mentioned that, you know, me personally, I like to be social. I like to go out. So, um, the, the huge game changer for me was when I realized that the flexibility on the weekend could actually be a part of my plan. So not tracking on a specific day or having, you know, more calories, um, changing up my macros for, you know, the weekend or just having it completely untracked depending on what my goals are. And we'll talk about that in a second, but, um, building in that flexibility to fit my lifestyle. You know, it's like an easy example is when somebody, you know, comes to me and they're like, maybe, you know, so and so told me that keto was amazing and, and maybe I should try that. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's talk about that. Uh, you know, what are some of the foods that you really enjoy? What are your, you know, your personal food preferences? And they start rattling off a bunch of carbs. And I'm like, well, you realize that you're going to have to eliminate all of that if you're going to try keto. Um, and that's not to say that you shouldn't experiment, but let's also remember that adherence and sustainability are the two most important factors. So for somebody that really enjoys carbs, how long are we going to last on a dietary protocol that eliminates the food 
you know, a lot of different foods that you really enjoy. It's just the sustainability factor just doesn't make sense for a lot of people. And think about that with, you know, with your macro program, with, you know, just clean eating. Like that's what I hear people say all the time. Like, well, if I just eat clean foods, whatever that means for you, uh, then I don't even have to track. And that's, you know, that's great. If you can do an intuitive approach, um, I'm actually going to do a whole episode about intuitive eating um, very soon. But if it works for you, that's great. But for a lot of people, it's another way of setting these rules or these, you know, parameters that you have to follow. So you have your list of clean foods, what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. And oftentimes it's not even your personal list. It's something that you got from somebody else uh, who was like, well, these foods are good foods and these foods are bad foods. So you're like, okay, well, if I just eat off of the good list, uh, then I don't even have to worry about tracking because I'm just eating healthy food. But, you know, for one, you can overeat any food. It doesn't matter. Um, you can overeat healthy food, whatever that means. But, you know, the other thing is that you've now set up a mindset where if you go off of your list, it's like, well, you know, I didn't eat my clean food list. So now I'm going to get in all of these quote unquote bad foods while I still can. Um, and so just consider whatever program you're doing. If you're counting macros, if you, you know, if you do want to focus on better food quality, that's awesome. But just think that there's no good or bad. It, it's just you make a choice based off of what you want in that moment. Uh, and you always have the power to make a better choice the next time. So even if you feel like, well, I just ate this cookie because I was stressed and it was easy and I, I didn't really want it, but it was a mindless decision. Uh, before you start going down that rabbit hole of guilt and shame and beating yourself up, just consider it was one decision and the next decision is still yours to make. So you're still in total control. It's not that you, you know, fell off. It's not that you broke the rules. It's not that you did something that you couldn't do. Like you are a grown up and you get to own all of your choices. And that's the beauty of this whole thing is that you are responsible for all of your decisions. So if you just own it and then say, I get to control my next decision, um, you didn't do anything wrong. It's just, that's life. And so when you're, when you're considering a program to follow or, you know, I highly, highly recommend going the route of individualized coaching so that you can actually talk to somebody about what your life looks like. What's meaningful for you? Do you like to go out on date night? Do you like to, you know, have Sunday with your friends or, um, you know, brunch or whatever? You like to go on weekend getaways, like, Talk to somebody who will factor in the context of your life and will actually build a plan around that. Um, you know, if you decide to go in another direction, just consider if it's factoring in real life. Uh, you know, how difficult is it going to be for you to stay on point with your macros when, you know, you're going out to dinner all the time or, you know, you want to be more social? Um, just, just try to consider if it's kind of setting up for that Monday mindset. If it's something that you're, you're struggling with, and I know a lot of you are because of the, you know, response to my email, um, it really comes down to a mindset thing that you're on, you feel like you're, you know, trying to follow this set of rules. And when you break one of those rules, it kind of creates that, you know, that guilt. Like it's, it's human nature. We want to be compliant. We don't want to break the rule. We don't want to do something wrong. And when you're trying to follow like a strict program, uh, with all, you know, all these parameters around it, uh, you're kind of setting yourself up for that Monday mindset. So just something to consider. Um, now, with that being said, when we have specific goals, 
there is a time and a place to be more specific in our approach. So how do we know? How do we know when it's, you know, taking it too far or becoming obsessive? You know, and it really comes down to personal preference. So if you have an extreme goal, like let's say you want to step on stage and compete, um, that's an extreme goal. And that's going to take more sacrifice and more focus than just a general health and wellness goal. You just want to, you know, feel better, look better, be healthy, that sort of thing. Versus you want to get extremely shredded and lean to step on stage you know, they're going to require different levels of adherence and sacrifice. So, you know, in, you know, when we basically it's how specific is your goal and that will determine how specific you need to get in your approach. Um, And then it just comes down to personal choice. Are you willing to make those sacrifices? You know, anybody can have abs, anybody can get as lean as they want. It's just what are you willing to sacrifice to get there? And there's no right or wrong answer that you are the only person that can make that decision. Don't let anybody else try and you know put their two cents in or project their own shit onto you. It's about what do you truly want. Um, you know, try and obviously connect to the deeper meaning if you have one. Um, if not, I recommend thinking about that. Why do you want this? Why is it important? How will your life change? If it's something where you want to challenge yourself, you want to see what you're capable of, you know, that's great. You don't, you don't need some, you know, super profound reason, but it helps to kind of think through that stuff because when things get difficult and things get challenging, um, that's going to be what you hang your hat on to get you through the tough times. So, you know, right now, um, I'm going through a cut. I'm, you know, much more intentional about, you know, tracking and, you know, cutting back on alcohol and making sure that, um, everything is accounted for. Uh, I'm being more specific in my approach just because I have a very specific goal that I'm working towards. Now, on, you know, once that period is over, I'll shift gears and I'll be more flexible and I'll go back to having my flexibility on the weekend or, you know, if something comes up. And that's the other thing. We don't have to save the week. It's not like the weekend, there's some magic days that make it different. Like, you know, if you want to make it a Wednesday night, then Wednesday night is just as good as any other night to be flexible. It really depends on what's important to you, your life, your schedule, um, your personal goals. Like, don't let anybody else kind of dictate, you know, the way that you should operate. So if somebody says, all right, here's your plan. I'm going to try and fit you into this box because this is what works for, you know, whoever. Um, that's irrelevant. It only matters what works best for you, what your life looks like, and what you truly want to accomplish. So um, there's nothing magical about the weekends. It's just that typically is the time when people like to have a little more flexibility. But um, you know, I have stuff planned during the week all the time. You know, whether it's going to a concert or just going out. You know, sometimes um, it's easier to get together on uh, on the weekdays now, uh, especially when people have like you know, family stuff on the weekend. So if I'm trying to get together with friends, sometimes it's just easier to set up a weekday. Um, and that's not like, I don't consider it like I'm breaking any rules or going off my plan or anything like that. Just trying to keep that mindset that I'm making those decisions that, you know, I'm not, I don't I can adjust things accordingly. So even if I do have a plan that's set up for weekend flexibility, I can just shift that around. So you know, let's say it's a Wednesday, um, you know, I'm going to be more intentional on Saturday instead of Wednesday. And then, um, you know, you just adjust from there. But again, it, it just comes down to individual preference and, you know, what your life looks like. So trying to snap out of that Monday mindset. I know it's a difficult one. It's something that I struggled with for a long time. I'm talking years. And it got to the point where I realized that I was actually regressing 
that uh, my relationship with my body was getting worse. My relationship with food was getting worse. Uh, I had to really take a step back and consider what I was doing. So if, if you're still struggling with the Monday mindset, uh, just try and think about the plan that you're doing. If it's setting up that environment, if it's kind of setting you up to have that poor relationship with food and, um, you know, to beat yourself up because it's too restrictive or, you know, you have these, these guidelines that you have to follow and think about the communication, the words that you're using to yourself. Are you constantly saying, I can't do this or I have to do this? Uh, where you're almost like, you know, you're kind of like becoming a dictator to yourself. Think about those words and, you know, those are just some red flags, uh, that we need to, to kind of take a step back and consider the approach and, um, you know, and do some of the mindset work. So I hope this was helpful. Uh, it's something, again, that's very close to home for me because I did struggle with it for so long. Um, and I know a lot of you guys are probably dealing with the same thing. So if you do have any questions, always feel free to hit me up on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. If you could please give me a five-star rating and review on iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it. And if you enjoy this episode, take a screenshot, post it to your stories, and tag me on Instagram. I appreciate you guys very much, and I will talk to you all next time.